Welcome to the Vegas Voice Podcast Network. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times, and Nevada's most powerful senior media resource. I'm John the Announcer, and happy to introduce the various Vegas Voice segments and interviews that you can also find in our magazine, on our websites, and YouTube channel. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to the Vegas Voice. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Vegas Voice podcast. I'm Dan Roberts. I'm the publisher and editor. And of course, I have to thank John, the announcer, for that fantastic intro. And now that we've got that out of the way, I need to welcome, and I want to welcome, a guest, and that is my Rana Goodman, who is the political editor and everything else for the Vegas Voice. So very nice you and I are together one more time. Very nice. It's nice to be with you too, dear. <laughs> yeah, well, the day's not over yet, but we'll see what happens. You know, one of the things that Rana has been doing with the Vegas Voice is sort of like looking at all the rehab centers, the hospitals, and she's the one that's been getting complaints from various readers about the level of care in the Las Vegas Valley. So I'm going to let you talk about how, how you got started, what did you get, et cetera, et cetera. So right now it's all yours. Okay, thank you. How I got started, I fell into it, one might say, uh, not quite literally, but fell into it, when a friend of mine went into the hospital at St. Rose to have back surgery. And after the surgery was over, they sent her to a rehab facility, an acute care it was called, and I use that word acute care very lightly. Um, she was there no more than two days, came down with an infection. They intubated her, sent her back to St. Rose, and the following morning, she died. Um, very needlessly, she picked up um, sepsis and overnight was gone. And I spoke to uh, a friend of both of ours who told me that she had taken a change of clothes over there, some other things in the acute care facility, and nobody paid any attention to her. Nobody made any directions where her, where our friend was, what room she was in or anything else. And the place was quite dirty. Okay. And I started thinking about that because I remembered when my mother was in a rehab place, she was sent back with an infection the very next morning. But thank God she was okay for a while still. But I, I started talking to people about it who asked me how Patsy passed away. And I started hearing more and more horror stories, you might say, about the care at the acute care facility Patsy was at. And I wrote to um, the ombudsman in the state of Nevada that's supposed to oversee health care facilities. And I just got First, I got a response back from them that said, okay, you have to fill out this form. Okay, we'll do that. I started filling out the form, and they were asking me a million personal questions about her that although we had been friends for 18 years, I didn't know the answers. I had to do a background search on my friend to find out the year she was born, her, her husband's name, which she didn't have one because she never married, and all these technical questions. When did she go into the hospital? When did she come out? When did this? When did that? So I called them, and I said, I'm trying to get you to do your job and check the facilities or tell me why no one from the ombudsman's office does that. 
And all they did was send me a list of agencies I was to call. And, you know, and one of the things that I noticed is that once you mention that in the magazine, once you published your article, mm-hmm. you received quite a few calls and emails from readers saying, I have the exact same problem. So right. we, we know it's not an isolated issue. Right. Uh, it's almost every day I get phone calls or emails telling me of an incident, many of them in that same facility, and several from two other ones all within our neighborhood. And, and, and the most shocking came from Desert Springs Hospital. You know, and, and I'm sure it's one of the things that you're going to follow up on. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but one of the things that concerns me is the shocking lack of oversight by government officials. Oh, and we, everyone we, is pointing the finger at everybody else and nothing's getting done. Right. And the question is what you think we can do through the Vegas Voice or yourself and your uh, movement in order to stir the government to do something. I know you did it with guardianship years ago, Mm -hmm. but that took a a hell of a lot of time and effort. And guardianship is one thing. Being stuck in a a facility where you're going to die is quite the other. Mm -hmm. Well, the interesting part is the timing of all of this coincidentally was really good because we're only two months, not even two months away from legislature opening. Unfortunately, in the state of Nevada, they only meet once every two years. But that's this year. So when we go, I will be bringing some information that I can start lobbying the senators and the assembly people and try to get somebody to back us and get a bill in there before the session's over to try and and make stick a pin in the ombudsman's butt, so to speak, to make them get somebody investigating these places. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where we, we have seen a tremendous lack of government effort, and everyone is blaming each other, but they still take the, the bows in case something happens. But, you know, it, with Patsy and with these other people, what we're finding is a shocking lack of oversight in those facilities itself. Right, absolutely. It's like their attitude is, we're seniors, we've lived a long life, move on. Yeah, it, In fact, one of them, one of the cases we're working now on the Desert Spring incident, um, so, uh, one of the doctors in front of this gentleman's wife, and he had put his mother, mother in there for pneumonia, in front of his wife, this doctor said, she's using too much oxygen, let her die. Yeah, that's, that's, that's beyond horrible. Beyond horrible is right. And it's like, okay, you've lived your life. Let's just take care of the young people. And that's, that's wrong. I got it. And, you know, and, and, and one of the things that I'm hoping through this podcast or through the you know, Vegas Voice is hoping for is that we will get people to call in to notify you and say, look, it also happened to me, and this is my story, and this is my story. If people want to get information or they want to contact you, how do they go about doing it? Very simple. They can send me an email at Rana, spelled R-A-N-A, at thevegasvoice.net. And I will get the email, and I respond to everybody. I, and I can tell you for a fact I know that to be true because I've been <laughs> deluded with this and everything else. Here's the thing. Between now and maybe we can get something done, what should you be, what should you be aware of? What should you, if you, you or your loved one goes into an acute care, what should they do and what should they not do? They need to speak to a supervising nurse or somebody in charge there and make sure that, A, the doctor's orders are going to be followed, your personal doctor, not someone the hospital recommends, and 
check out the place themselves. Make sure it's clean. Make sure the nurses seem to be answering calls in a reasonable time. When you push that call button, a lot of times they don't come. They have to come. You know, and one of the things that we have seen is that when people go in, they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to, well, they must be busy. They must be doing this. And it sounds like no one's going to take care of you better than yourself or your loved one. Right. Which means if you can be polite but persistent Mm -hmm. and say, I need you to stop what you're doing now and take care of my mother, my father, whoever is in there, it's really the only way to go, isn't it? Right. Absolutely. It's real, really quickly, I'll tell you one way I did it. My father was in the hospital at Desert Springs, of all places, years ago. And he he tried to get out of bed to go to the bathroom because nobody answered the call button. And the wheels had not been locked on the nightstand. And they rolled as he tried to lean on it to get up. He fell flat on his back. And he was in his 80s then. And nobody came. I happened to be walking in the room to visit him and saw him laying there and had to find an orderly to help me pick him up because I wasn't strong enough. So I went down to management and I met with them and I said, you need to fix this. You need to take the wheels off of that or lock them or I'm going to file suit against the hospital. Yeah, it's it, funny how they took care of him much better after that. You know, it, like I said, it's one of those things mm-hmm. that you have to step up and you have to take charge of yourself. Right. Because if you rely on these strangers, no matter how caring you think they might be, they still go home at the end of the day and move on. Yeah. So, in again, the last 20 or so seconds that we have left, if people want more information besides reading the Vegas Voice, they can get a hold of you by... R-A-N-A at thevegasvoice.net. And I, I thank you so much for putting up with me at this podcast and at home. And this is Dan Roberts and Rhonda Goodman saying thank you for listening to The Vegas Voice, and we will have more podcasts in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.